Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. So today I'm joined with Bob Larson of R.C. Larson Longhorn. Uh, he is in Oregon, so we're, we're having a, a faraway guest today. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Bob. Uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having us. Um, gee, about ourselves. We started a long time ago in the dairy industry. And then in 2000, we bought our first cows and um, it has blossomed from there. Um, yeah, we've done, we went from the show circuit to the sale ring to um, all the other things in between to helping our customers in our AI and embryo program and it's been a fun journey. So you started in dairy. So tell us a little bit about how or why you got into Longhorns. Well, I started in dairy a long time ago, 1974. Um, you know, even back before then, two dairymen that, that were part of my life um, instilled the love of farming in, in me and... Um, I bought a dairy in 1976 and I sold it in 84 and did other things and with our farm until um, 2000 when we bought our first um, um, longhorns. And in between that time in the dairy industry is how we got mixed up in that um, artificial insemination, basically. Um, and as a lot of people know, we don't own any bulls here on R.C. Larson Longhorns. It's all AI. So, so tell us a little bit, when you decided that you wanted to get into Longhorns, tell us a little bit about how you found your first ones, maybe who you bought them from, why, why you bought the ones that you did. Give us a little history lesson there. I don't even remember how we... Um, um, looked them up, how we found them online, or it wasn't even maybe online in 2000 for us anyway. It, well, maybe, maybe it was because I think we got our first computer in 1998. And um, um, we bought our first cows from Cheryl um, Johnson with J5 Longhorns in Oregon. And they were show cows. And um, then we went to the winger herd and bought some horn cows, basically, um, with the phenomenon genetics, which were so popular at the time. And um, that's, then we met Mel Rayleigh when we bought our first set of cows. They encouraged us to go to a show. So we took our daughter, Lacey, trained up a little baby bull calf. He was kind of cute. And Lacey was cuter and she won grand champion. We thought we had the best herd in the United States. <laughs> and with that, we just, Mel Rayleigh became our very, very, very best friend and mentor. And um, 
he has since passed away. He was the manager at El Cody, El Cody Ranch in the old days. And um, yeah, he was he was instrumental in starting our program. So. So when you think back 20 some years to when you had your first one, besides your besides your great memories with JC, uh, what was your what was your favorite part about about having them to start with? Um, the favorite part about just raising cows or about raising longhorns. Yeah, I mean, mom is just the Go list ahead. is is incredible. Um, um, you know, breeding all those cows, um, starting an AI program, watching. I, I guess what intrigued me the most in the old days was getting my trails magazine and wondering how we could ever get to that next step in our genetics that we could be in that magazine and raise a quality of cattle that um, the breeders um, that we could go into the major sales and and um, be successful. Mel Rayleigh taught me that our breeding program we live 2,500 miles away from the hub of the industry and our honesty and our integrity are everything. And with that, and then our cow knowledge and our um, um, AI program, we've kind of hopefully developed something. I was at a sale once and they said, Jimmy Jones doesn't bring many cows to town, but when he does, they're good. And I think that's, I hope that's where we are. Um, we're, we're a long ways away. When we come, we like to bring something that, that um, people are excited about. So picking up on what you said about the trails a little bit, do you remember how long it took you till you were in the magazine? So you kind of reached that milestone? Well, <laughs> um, I got an old ad back here stuck behind the computer. Um, maybe 2007. Maybe, maybe seven, seven years, which would have been two or three generations. And again, what a lot of people make mistakes at is buying a $500 cow at that time was a lot of money for me. Still is. But you should have bought a $2,500 cow to start with. And, and it took us several generations of AI work um, matching genetics and genetics aren't that difficult, in my opinion, um, to match a bull with a cow family, a bull family with a cow family, and get the same results you see in the magazines or, or um, in the sales. You have several daughters that are all from these different same cow families, and you have a daughter out there or a, a dam out there that's basically the same. You should be using Jimbo the bull. Um, that's that's working for on those same genetics, and that's what we have done and made it quite simple. And then in um, and then our reputation kind of began to get out there, and that's when um, AI and embryo services started, and um, we began working for other folks to build their genetics and their programs on specific. Um, females and bulls with um, in vitro um, IVF. So, so tell us and that's a little, been going since about 2000. 
Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. So, so tell us a little bit about when you were first getting started in those services specifically. Tell us some of the the lessons you learned or some of your first um, your first memories and and successes. Well, you have to understand that the area that we live in the North Oregon coast is a dairy industry. And we have amazing reproductive vets, breeders, embryologists, and people around us that are really good at what they do. So when we started doing our conventional flushes using sex semen, and then eventually IVF, which has been really successful, um, they've made big strides in sex semen. Um, to tell you the truth, I never got one embryo with sex semen conventional flush. Never did. I, I don't know why or how. Or It was old days in 2005. They've made a lot of changes since then. But in, IVF has been our, our game changer. And um, people just learned of my reputation and by us traveling 2,500 miles to a sale and sometimes coming home with our tail between our legs and some to, or a show and getting, getting whipped up on, excuse me. Um, and um, uh, it's been a fun trip, but um, then our reputation got out there and we started, when we go to Texas in the spring, we generally, Oklahoma, Kansas, we generally bring two or three cows home or something to do IVF for a customer um, during the summertime season. Our, our climate is much, much better for the cows. We are average temperature 65 to 70 degrees in the summertime versus Texas right now and Oklahoma, and which are just getting cooked. And breeding season is basically over as far as um, doing um, AI work and embryo work is the heat has, uh, and our nutrition too here um, is really beneficial in the summertime. So it, we kind of have an advantage and that's what people have learned is that um, um, we just offer a, a, a simple um, convenient service. So I'm going to put you on the spot here with a question that wasn't on our list. Um, if you had to pick just one what would be the most exciting IVF you've ever worked on? Or the most exciting result you've ever had, maybe? <laughs> wow. One, one. Just one. You just know, one. This business, you know, this business, it can hurt you. I mean, <laughs> you can hope for the best and you get nothing, or, or you implant all these embryos and you get nothing. And then all of a sudden you hit one. But, um, recently, um, friends, uh, native beauty, um, um, jam and Jenny, um, my cow, um, Lacey K have, um, just did a wonderful job for us and probably the industry. Hope we get plenty of pregnancies out of that. We've made plenty of embryos and we just have to get plenty more and and we have another cow here um um lr daydreamer would actually belong to my daughter who's produced amazing females and and um as our as, as yeah so um the list is huge um, our first our first flushes 
were emperor daughters and phenomenon granddaughters. And we went with a wing and a prayer with, with the grand slam and real grand and, and the beef industry, the longhorn industry is so far behind from the dairy industry as far as using bulls and versus AI, IVF versus homegrown bulls. And that's the difference of expanding your program quickly and efficiently and um, uh, cost-effective. So even the old um, Owen McGill herd that I have here right now um, are just amazing cattle. And we've been doing IVF for, um, with them for a long time. And uh, we don't get very many embryos, but we get a few all the time. And, and they just stay around here. And um, uh, we do IVF on all those great, great, great cows that Owen McGill herd. Yeah, those are fun. Very exciting. And I'll let it slide that you picked more than one. <laughs> you can't pick more than one. That's for sure. I mean, they should, they tell me I should have a picture, um, a picture wall in my barn around my longhorn shoot that all the great cows that we've done here, because it is really exciting. And, and I just don't even think about it much. You know, a cow comes in here we do IVF on her. We do her a couple of times. We get her bread, we send her home and then she sells um, in the industry and um, for a huge amount of money. And it, it's so exciting to have them here really. So, and blessed, we are just blessed to um, be able to offer this. And, and again, being this far away and everybody says, Oh, you're a long ways away, Bob. Hey, those cows handle that trip. Just as if you take care of them on the way and, pull in here just like they haven't left home as we've demonstrated in, in the sales that we go to. So. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or a rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now back to the podcast. We'll jump in back to our list of questions here a little bit. Um, you've talked a lot about Mel Rayleigh so far, and for our listeners who maybe don't, you know, know Mel's impact on the industry, definitely that's something to to research and look up. Um, but who are some other people in the industry sure. that that have contributed to your success, or that you want to, you know, kind of give credit to different parts of your breeding program? You know, years of being in the industry and being on the board of directors during some tough times, um, um, the sh people that I've shook hands with and listened to along the way, again, the list is, is incredibly long. And sometimes you're better off to listen and, and think about um, what you've heard on the way home for two days at 2,500 miles. Um, and, and, um, go from there, but, uh, people like, um, Ty Waring, who was probably a he was a great cowman and taught me so much about breeding cows and taking care of cows. Even though I had a background in the industry, um, um, he was, he was a, um, a great mentor 
uh, friends that have helped me that, that have always had a place to say, Dr. Zach Dameron has always been there when we've traveled. Um, the people that have saved me on the, on all the trips we've taken and, and some days in the old days, gone on a wing and a prayer to, 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 to Fort Worth and, um, uh, people that have helped me along the way. And, uh, when you break down and, <laughs> and, um, uh, so yeah, it's been an incredible, the, the list is huge. Um, the, my friends in this industry and, uh, we continue to enjoy it and that's why I'm still doing it. And, um, my daughter's getting involved now and my family is getting involved being it's a small business as far as small farm goes and yeah we continue to, to move forward so let's talk about your website a little bit um everyone in the industry who knows you knows you had a a website on your own for a long time and i think you got a lot of grief for for not switching over sooner if i if i remember our conversation correctly um what made you finally decide that you wanted to put hired hand to work for you on your website um honestly mr mike lett from nebraska ll <laughs> longhorns um, said, Bob, you need a website. I need to order stuff from you. I need to know what you have. I need to see your pictures. I need to know um, all your information. And with that, um, I called you, which you caught, got me in contact with Angie. And um, from that point on, it was a simple, easy, almost enjoyable um endeavor to get it all put together and ours is a little bit different than everybody else's in that we really don't have a sale pen as far as cows go although we got, are going to have one i mean if you look at our website it just says nothing's available but we have donor cows for our embryo program and bulls our bulls are name brand um some of the best bulls in the breed in our bull page and they're all in a semen tank and again we don't have any bulls on the property we complete ai or, or embryo program uh, we kind of took that idea of the photo wall that folks have mentioned to you about about being around your shoot and we just kind of put it out there on the internet for everyone to go and and kind of look through is that a good and accurate representation yeah, that is, uh, that is. And, um, um, I guess our, um, the, um, bull, you know, consistency, what, what we try to do there with our embryo program and we listed all our embryo, our embryos and the amount we have, even though some of them, some of those, um, matings don't belong to me. They're there to show our, our, um, viewers, um, that, um, what we have to offer. So if somebody calls me for a specific embryo, sometimes I can't sell that embryo, but it's there just for, for um, their knowledge to let them know what we do, who we've done. And I can sure call the owner of that cow and say, do you want to sell one of these embryos? And, um, you know, we've already, um, we had one breeder call and, 
due to the website has already bought um, individual embryos from us. Um, and we're excited about that. Have you gotten any other feedback from people since switching over to Hired Hands? Do you think folks uh, enjoy it a little bit more? You know, uh, I didn't, didn't know there was another program out there other than Hired Hand that intertwines the industry. And that's the unique thing that Hired Hand intertwines the industry with, with um everything that I do. If I look up anything, it's, it's always, um, I can re get back to hired hand through, through their websites or their information or everything that's in the TLBAA and that's, or the ITLA as, as well as that goes. So, um, yeah, it was just a long time of knowing hired hand, knowing the people around them and not having a website. And then somebody convinced me that it was time. And, and maybe it should have been done a long time ago, but, um, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. And, and we're excited to have one now, just, just so people can look us, look us up and understand what we do here and the services we offer. Right now we have way, way, way too many cows here being worked on from other breeders, four more coming in tomorrow um, to do in the summertime, but I only do it in the summertime because once it gets to be October, and it begins to rain here. Uh, it, they just too many cows just tear up fields and and ruin everything. So only a summertime gig. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule with all the cows arriving to visit with us. Um, is there anything <laughs> else before we go into the last question that you want the listeners to know about your services or about your breeding program? Um, only that, that we just don't do it for ourselves. We do it for other breeders. Um, if they have a great cow or want to promote, um, some genetics and, um, we can sure do it here and, and we do it, um, uh, it's cost effective to do it. And what can I say? It's just, a, we're just a phone call away, uh, find out how we can get cows here. We have breeders or we have haulers that come in here, um, go to sales all the time, different directions, California, Midwest, Texas, Southwest. Um, and uh, hauling is available, even though it's getting pretty expensive. We try and load up a bunch of cows and reduce those costs. And, and um, maybe hauling is the biggest cost um, right now um, compared to, doing the actual IVF, uh, buying the semen, um, and paying for the embryos that, that are produced. So um, I'd like to talk to anyone who, who has a great cow. It's, it's, it's still fun. And we have a great, um, simple little um, environment to work cows in. And, and I'd like to talk to anybody. So what's the next, why, why do you think that the next one's a tough one? <laughs> well, you really can only pick one for this one. So I'm going to hold you, I'm going to hold you to it this time. So if you had to pick any okay. higher hand website besides your own, that was your favorite, which one would you pick? Oh, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't, 
I mean, when I'm, again, when somebody says, I got a great bull, Jimbo, and I look up Jimbo, goes to your website, and I look at your websites, I'm, um, uh, I just appreciate, I, I guess that's where the word, I appreciate everything that, that Hired Hand has done for this industry. And, and um, again, the intertwined, um, it's all into the TLBA, the ITLA, everything is combined to um, see everyone's program. So that's my answer. I hope that's a good one. I, su I suppose I'll take it. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know um, how to answer this, just one, because um, I study bulls and cows and genetics, um, um, of course, on the internet and or my phone or something, and, and we go from there. But um, uh, and sometimes websites pipe up, pop up, but um, there's some cool ones. That's all I'll say. There's some cool ones out there, and, I, I, and mine, mine, mine is a little more unique um, because we don't have the sales type that. Well, I know all of us here in the office are excited to see you continue to add to your website in terms of the, the cows that you're fortunate enough to get to work on. And, and we look forward to watching you and Carmen's uh, continued growth in the industry. I thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. All right. I could probably go on forever with being an old horseshoe and having stories behind this industry and the people behind it and the cows behind it. But um, uh, it's been fun, a lot fun journey for all of us, Carmen and Lacey. And um, I just look forward to the next generation to getting involved and coming along and um, not generation of cows, generation of people. <laughs> and uh, so we're working on that, too. Well, maybe we'll have to record a part two. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. That'd be fine. All right. Well, thank you again, Bob. All right. Bye. -bye.